sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless each and every one of you that are here this morning. I have uh, been richly blessed already. And I told Susan, I said, uh, with what we heard, I think I would have enough of, enough of uh, material to preach a message, <clears throat> the opening in the children's lesson. So, yeah, pray for me. My emotions got a little bit the best of me there for a little bit after just the, having that dawn on my heart here this morning. So, uh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord, and I hope that you're glad to be here this morning. I'm not sure what we're going to do with you if you're not. <laughs> what shall we do, Vernon? <laughs> Get them where they want to be, right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, greetings in Jesus' precious name this morning. <clears throat> Yes, it's good to be here. And I think before I say much more, I think we'll just pause for a word of prayer. Can we pray? Pray with me this morning. Let's continue to believe God like we heard this morning. You know, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. And let's be like Joshua and Caleb this morning and believe that we can have this mountain. Let us believe God. That God oh. Continue to feed us here this morning. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We worship you. We praise you. Father, we thank you that you are our Father in heaven. And we do want to hallow your name here this morning. Lord, not only with our lips, but with our very lives, God. Oh, Father, help us, Lord. We need you. We need your grace. We need your power. God, we need you to be real in our everyday lives, God, that we can truly hallow your holy name. Oh, God, thank you for what we heard this morning about you. You're the creator, God. You're the God of heaven. You are the I am. Oh, God, help us to see you for who you are this morning, Lord. And as we see you for who you are, God, that it would change our lives like we heard. Oh, Lord, I believe, I know it works that way, God. I know it works that way for my life, God. And I believe it's the way it is. It's the way it works, Lord. And help us, oh, God, to have faith in you. Oh, Lord, help us to see you truly for who you are. You're not out there to beat us up. You're not out there to, to keep uh, uh, how should I say, to keep us from enjoying uh, a life, God. But Father, you're there, O oh Lord, to give us a beautiful Christian life. Yes, there will be trials. Yes, there will be persecutions. But oh God, it's so much better than what the world has to offer. Oh Lord, the, we can think of the billboard and the, and the, 
and the bush beer and the people uh, laughing and shouting and doing whatever and looking like they're having a high hold time, going up into the mountains and enjoying their party. But, oh, God, we know what's behind that billboard. We know what's behind all that, God. It's death, death. But, Lord, we thank you this morning that we're, we're here this morning, God, and we thank you for the life, life eternal. And I pray, oh, Lord, Father, that we would press into the kingdom of God, fighting the good fight of faith, laying hold on eternal life, God. Oh, Lord, help us all here this morning to have faith in the living God who can do all things. Lord, help us to see it, God. Help us to see it, Lord. I pray this morning, Father. We face challenges. We face trials. We face things and we don't know what to do. But God, we know, according to your word, as we believe in you, God, you can do impossible things. I pray, Lord, for faith to rise up in each one of our hearts, God, that we can trust you this morning and the days to come, Father. We thank you. We praise you. I pray and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> well, I got Randall to sing this song here about take time to be holy. But maybe before I share that, I might just share a little bit. Uh, Brendan, you said as far as you felt like you did not bring it down to uh, where the rubber meets the road <clears throat> and wondered if I would. And, 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 and I am going to trust God that he will uh, help me to do that this morning. As we look at some scripture here and, and as we look at this song even here this morning. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Brendan talked there about God and seeing him for who he is. And if we see him for who he is, <clears throat> it changes our lives. And with Kenrick's children's lesson there, why did the prodigal leave his father? Think about his father as, etern- as our eternal father. Why did he leave his father's home? Why did he leave the presence of his father? Somehow he was not seeing things right. Somehow he thought out there would be better. But there was a day that came, Kendrick, right? You said it this morning. There was a day that came that he woke up. The light bulb went on. And he saw God for who he was. And he saw this, this, this pump and show that was out there as only a, a life that leads to death. Why is it? Why is it that we find ourselves sometimes like the prodigal? And we think somehow things are better out there. But they're not. I can tell you, they are not. (laughs) I was too much in that world. I was too much in that world. But you know, as the years keep rolling by, and this whole aspect of what Brendan was trying to get across to us this morning, this whole aspect of faith is not a little one. The reason we think that things are better out there is because we don't have faith. We're not believing God. We're not believing like Joshua and Caleb. They believe God. They believe that God would give them that mountain. When we think things are better out there, we're not believing God. We're not believing that God can have a beautiful, 
Christian church life for each and every one of us. Let us be a Joshua and a Caleb this morning. How did you say that, Brendan? What you believe is what you get. What you, what you sow is what you reap. Do we get what we're, uh, in light of what I'm saying here? You know, and God doesn't want us to sow bad things. He doesn't. His heart is out there again and again. We fail and He reaches out to us and forgives us and, and cleanses us and we go on. But if we, can, if, we, if we persist in going our own way, He lets us go. The, the Father let the prodigal go. And sometimes we look at those things and we don't, why didn't He just you know, saddle them in? Son, don't go out there. I know what is out there. Don't go out there. But he didn't. He left them go. But he was at home praying. Praise the Lord. Well, that wasn't my message this morning, but that just was dumped out on me. I thought about that. The title this morning is uh, God's Grace and the Grace of God's Children. And uh, it's a continuation, if you will, or I had, was it the opening last Sunday? And I pretty much zeroed in on God's grace, the grace of God. Is it working in my life? Is it working in your life? And just seeing God for who He is or his, how His grace, what His grace can do for us. And Brother Lee and I were talking last Sunday about that whole aspect of justification. I just have to say it here. Uh, I'm not sure if I can get it exactly how he said it. But to me, it was just a beautiful thing. When we sin... Well, let's just look at a, a, a lost sinner. He, he wasted his life serving himself. And he comes to the place where he sees God for who he is. And he repents of his sins. And like Abraham believed God, it was counted to him for righteousness. So that man believes God and is justified. Just as if he never would have sinned. All that, all that debt that is there from that sin that he was into is taken care of. It's all wiped clean. There's no more debt. Is there anyone in this room that has debt? Financial debt? We're talking about spiritual debt here this morning. I don't know if there's anyone that can help you with that financial debt or not, but I know this thing of spiritual debt, it can be taken care of. God can just take it like it, it's not there anymore. And not only that, I'm not sure how much we talked on that and help me out, Lee, if, if I'm going too far here. I don't think I am because that's how I see God. I don't, didn't study the theology out, part, aspect out of it. But so he justifies and our, 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 slate, our, our, our debt is paid in full and taken care of. And not only that, but also he gives us I guess however much money we believe that he can give us to run the Christian life. 
$1,000, a million dollars? What do we believe that he can give to us to run this journey? <clears throat> so anyways, let's go into the message here this morning. God's grace, the grace of God's children. We, sa- we sang this song, Take Time to Be Holy. I was going to go over it, but I think I'm just going to maybe to save a little bit of time here. This song is a beautiful song. We sang it this past week at home, and I was just blessed with it. Take time to be holy. Time. Do you have enough of time, Vernon? T-I-M-E. Time. It takes time to be what? Holy. Does it take time to be unholy? We waste our time. You just hit the road running, and in a sense, you don't have to take time. It just happens. Time, T-I-M-E. Some of us remember Denny's messages on the home. And he talked about that as far as taking time with our children. We're such a busy people. We're, such, we're so beaverish-like that we beaver all over the place. We build... Uh, what do they beavers build? What do they build? Dams. There you go. And they build, uh, I think they build their houses too, don't they? They're all over the place. But using them for an example, we don't want to be beavers this morning in light of what we're talking about. Time. It takes time to be holy. T-I-M-E. I should maybe write that on the board. To abide in Him. It takes time. Feed on His Word. Make friends. Help the weak. Seek. Pray God. Seek and pray for His blessing. It takes time. Verse 2 there. The world rushes on. Rushing after its gods. Never being satisfied. Rushing after this. Rushing after that. The world wants our time. That's the way it is. The world wants our time. Here's another thing. Run after it. The world wants our time. Rushing after this thing, rushing after that thing. But God calls us to spend time with Him. God calls us to spend time with him. Why do we want to spend time with him? Because he wants us to be holy as he is holy and we can be. But it takes time. The time that none of us think we don't have. But I tell you, Brother Vernon, and I tell you, every one of us, including myself, we take the time we want for whatever we want to do, right? Isn't that right? It is. We take the time that we really want. What we want, we take the time. Well, that's a giveaway for us. Well, we try to, you know, wiggle our way around that one. But let me tell you, we do what we do because we want to do it. And we take the time to do it. But he calls us to spend time with him. Too many times we find ourselves rushing around like the Gentiles. We're talking about the beavers, so now we're talking about the Gentiles. That's in Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount. If you want to 
have a little bit of a, a, a backdrop of where we're going here this morning. We want to look at some of the Sermon on the Mount. But he calls us to spend time with him. So many times we find ourselves rushing around like the Gentiles. <clears throat> what are they rushing after? They're rushing after this, this thing and they're rushing after this, that thing. What are they rushing after? God help us that we don't get caught in that wind. And I'm afraid too many times we do. I'm afraid too many times we do. We get caught in the whirlwind. I remember years ago we talked about this thing of being on the treadmill. Somehow we need, you know how a treadmill works? See, how is that? Something starts that treadmill, makes that treadmill go, and you're on that and you've got to keep running with it or you'll, uh, you've got to keep running or get off of it, right? <clears throat> is anyone in here that ever was on a treadmill? A real treadmill? You were? Oh, there's a lot of you. Okay. Was I missing out on something? <laughs> well, I know what the other treadmill that we're really talking about here this morning. So let's not get lost in the, the, the real treadmill, but the treadmill that the world wants us to be on. Running after things. And we just got to keep up. And the treadmill keeps going faster and faster and faster and faster. When will we get off that treadmill? Because if you stay on, it's going to lead you to death without a shadow of a doubt. You know, just think about it in the natural. Let that treadmill run its full course and really it speeds up speed and it keeps just speeding up speed and it just keeps speeding up speed and keeps speeding up speeding, 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 speeding. What will happen? There will be an accident. We know that. Do we get the point across? Let us take time to be holy. He calls us to walk with Him, to stay in tune, in touch. Verse 3 of the song, He calls us to walk with Him, to stay in tune, in touch and step with Him. Get off the treadmill and get on His, can I say, treadmill. Stepping, staying in tune with Him. That was such a, uh, I needed that. I think yesterday morning, Elvin and Vernon and I were here praying and I think it was Vernon that had in his prayer something about waiting on the Lord or just a little bit more along this line of, no, it was on, uh, of, uh, <clears throat> oh, I think we'll look at that verse a little later here, Isaiah thirty fifteen. <clears throat> but anyways, I'll wait for that. <clears throat> he calls us to walk with Him and to stay in tune with touch and step with Him. He calls us to be calm. There we go. He calls us to be calm and allow Him to be in control. You ever see someone that was not calm but was all all, all worked up. Was God in control in that situation? <clears throat> he calls us to be calm. He allow, uh, and allow Him to be in control so that He can lead us to His fountains that satisfy and give us grace to minister life to others. That's verse 4 of the song. He calls us to be calm allows and allow, allow Him to be in control so that He can lead us to His fountains that satisfy. How does it say in the Old Testament about the fountains that did not satisfy? I forget how that went. That satisfy and give us grace 
to minister life to others. <clears throat> okay, let's go to uh, Isaiah uh, thirty fifteen. I just like to look, look at that verse this morning. <clears throat> Isaiah thirty fifteen. For thus saith the Lord, God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength, and ye would not. Are you running this morning? Are you in the treadmill? God's call is to us this morning. For thus saith the Lord, God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. And in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. But these here that he was writing to or speaking to would not get off the treadmill. <clears throat> Confidence and rest. Brothers and sisters, we need to have that faith that Brendan was talking about that brings rest to our soul, to our spirit. Where we're not running around like beavers, but where there is a spirit of rest, there's a spirit of rest. What other word am I looking for? Calmness. There's a calmness in our soul, in our spirit, and it affects those that we're around. Did you ever go somewhere where the, the, the person or the, you know, maybe you were kind of in a, in a state of, of a frenzy, and you go somewhere, or meet someone, and there's just something about them that just, it's just something of a quietness that starts settling over you. You ever have that experience? <clears throat> Well, that's the way God wants all of us to be. And if we, if the grace of God is flowing in our lives the way it should be, that's exactly how we will be. Confidence and rest. Hebrews 4.3. Let's go there quickly. Hebrews 4.3. And there is so much more in this chapter that we should look at, but we don't have time. It says here, uh, let me just read the first three verses. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left left us... Let me start over. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith, Brendan. They did not believe God, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Faith, believe, belief in God, the result is rest. We which have believed do enter into rest. Are you trusting? Are you believing? Are you having faith in God? That, if you want to put a, put a, uh, what is the word? I'm looking for test to that weather it truly is faith or whether it's just some figment of your imagination, the result is rest. The result is rest. 
Faith in God brings rest to your soul. And I thought of this, and I'm not sure if I should have used this example or not, but Peter was all, uh, uh, this thing of, uh, of running. <clears throat> I'm not sure, maybe it doesn't quite fit in here in light of what I just said. Peter was always ahead. Peter in the Bible, you know, he was always, he was always ahead of everyone. And he jumped into the water, out of the boat, into the water, and here I come, Lord. <clears throat> and, uh, but Peter also had to learn some things, didn't he? like we all do. Thomas, Peter was always ahead and Thomas was always behind. Thomas was behind. You know who Thomas was? He said, Lord, unless I see your uh, nail scars in your hand and your feet, I I, I don't believe. But Thomas did come around, didn't he? So it takes faith to bring a rest to our soul. I was going to sing that song, or have us sing that song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Let's just turn to it. Maybe we should sing it. Randall, would you lead that? It's just, maybe we can sing it twice over. 889. See if I wrote it down right. Yeah, let's sing it. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of on Jesus and see him this morning. Last week we talked about the grace of God, grace, grace, God's grace, the manifold grace of God, the abounding grace of God, grace that exceeds our sin and guilt, justifies us just as if never we would have sinned. Praise God for his grace. Are you rejoicing because of God's grace this morning? I hope you are. (laughs) I hope you are. Let us never, like I said, I think last Sunday, that should never get old. What God you know, last night I shared uh, just a little bit my testimony. It, we were singing a, a song or so, and it reminded me of my conversion. There was a day that I was in my bedroom at home, and uh, somehow the Spirit of God was working on me, and I just got down on my knees, and I called on the Lord, the Lord who I did not know, and, and He did something. He did something. Something happened. After that, there was a desire you know, we didn't have electricity at our house. There was no electricity. I couldn't just a, switch a flip or flip a switch to turn on the light up in my bedroom. 
But we had these lanterns with, with uh, oil in them. And so I got this oil lamp and I took that up and used it. And, uh, and, 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 and why did I do that for? Because there was a desire there to read the Word of God. Why was that desire there for? Why was it there for? <clears throat> grace, grace, God's grace. Well, God's grace touched me that day and I praise God for it even though, you know, I look back and I... In, 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 <clears throat> I mean, all the needs and all that. But something, something happened. God touched me. God touched me. That was the beginning. I trust we all had a beginning. If you didn't have that beginning yet here this morning, don't wait any longer. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait any longer. Praise God for His grace that saved such a sinner like me. I was a lost sinner on the road to hell, to destruction. And you know, I don't know how to say this. And I know, I know I need to be balanced, and I'm sorry, but you know, there are songs I, I listen to, and I, I look back and I think, what was, in, what was I thinking? I don't even know if I want to talk about those songs. But we sang, there's songs that I sang and sang along with that these, these, uh, these singers sang. And I would go up in my bedroom before, before the, the grace of God, God touched my heart that evening. I used to go up in my bedroom with headphones on my, around my head and I would listen to these songs. And I tremble as I think about those, there were songs that I listened to. The spirit of that thing, the way they even sang them was, there was nothing in life.